Hello and welcome to another episode of Pokemon Adventures in Production Errors. <laughs> Oops. Hey Ryan. Hi. Remember how one time you evaporated half an episode because you needed to make space on your hard drive and you didn't realize you had not yet put it into the feed? No, actually, I've been perfect so far, so this this is weird. <laughs> so, gang, you may have noticed that between episode... Was it episode 3? Episode 4. Episode 4 That's and episode 4. 5. 5. This is episode 4.5. There's a gap between what happens uh, after episode 4 and the beginning of episode 5, where we just... Well, not we. Ryan. We. Ryan just kind of biffed it. I biffed it. <laughs> so, rather than trying to roleplay some stuff from almost a calendar year ago... As of recording, uh, we're just going to tell you the main plot points that happened. So, what, last time you guys had finished beating the Steelix? We beat the Steelix and we caught four Pokemon. That being Dewpider, that uh, which is Pinfall. That yeah. was uh, Jade, Larvitar, that was Badoo, Tex, and Turtwake. Daisy. Uh, Daisy. Right. And so our intrepid heroes headed over to a uh, traveling marketplace that was uh, in existence, basically, because they're celebrating the millennium and traveling across the region, heading to their various cities. That's the reason of this podcast. They met several vendors, including a young girl who was selling Pokemon accessories. I don't think anything was purchased. Uh, I sold her uh, cool clothes for Pokemon. Right. Because you bought those by mistake at the I beginning. Those, uh, I, th- I thought they were going to be handy for me, and they weren't, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. There was also an egg vendor who gave everyone a... Oh, no. Everyone already had their egg vouchers. We voucher. already had egg vouchers. We so, were given those by Rowan. Yeah. And so they traded them in for some eggs. I can't remember the descriptions of the eggs, uh, but you will hear them multiple times over the course of the next few episodes, yes. so don't worry about that. Don't worry, man. And then... Possibly most importantly is that they met the Cool Rocks vendor. Cool Rocks, yeah. Who, he was missing some Cool Rocks. Someone was taking them. So in order to help him, Julian went and became a hacker. Hacker, man. Hackers of the World Unite. He (laughs) hacked the CCTV of the nearby Fossil Restoration Lab to get footage of whatever person or being was taking the Cool Rocks. And then I saw footage. That's a Death Grips reference. Uh, and then... You saw things you imagined. <laughs> That's a Solange Knowles reference. Okay. <laughs> See, we both don't know things. <laughs> I have no idea who that is. Also, at some point in the middle of this, they went inside the fossil lab to have their fossils start getting revived. They met the lady in charge, Professor Palm. Or was it Professor Palm? Palm. Just Palm. Yeah, Palm. There's like no palm such thing as, because there's no such thing as a Palmer tree. No. It's the sequel to The Palm Tree. (laughs) Um, They also met Ashley of the Logos Corporation slash Foundation. Spoilers! I've gone back and forth a lot on what I refer to them as. So far in the story, it's been Foundation. Yeah, I blame the Aether Foundation for that. Damn it. Sometimes I even just call them Team Logos. (laughs) That's not troubling. Also, I think... Listen, they go, to, they go to corporate team building exercise camps. <laughs> oh, God. They, they just spend the entire weekend doing trust falls. <laughs> I think this is and also, playing bocce ball. I think the marketplace is also the place where I picked up my portable berry grower. Yes. That I barely use. You yes. barely use that. You should use that a little bit more. I should probably take a look at it, because yeah. the last time I used it, I put 
I put berries in it. Those berries are dead, man. <laughs> it's probably overgrown by now. It encompassed the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> Spuss it up out. and it explodes. Use golden experience on them. <laughs> <laughs> We're not ready for that one. No! <laughs> Um, and then I think the episode ended as they... As we were heading into Orberg. Into Orberg itself. Yeah. That's it. That's 4.5. That's gone up now. That's a loose end tied up. Oh, wait, didn't we talk to that spooky uh, prophecy lady too? Right, there is also a fortune Cassandra, yes. In the, uh, the marketplace. And... teleporting. Hmm? She was teleporting. Right, no one ever found her in the same spot. Yeah. And she told... (laughs) Bell that she was going to encounter an old friend and or enemy. She oh, told Julie. I can actually remember what she told Julian. I asked her where my parents were, and she said something along the lines of, "I don't know." <laughs> Guess we'll never know. It was suitably vague. It wasn't that, but it's also been a year, so don't blame Tanner for not remembering things he said. They said a year ago. Also, uh, Gabriel's fortune basically boiled down to vagueness is coming. Yeah. <laughs> it, it spooked the ever-loving shit out of me. He may be a shook. chosen one? Yeah, he might be the chosen one. <laughs> chosen one! <laughs> He's coming. <laughs> I think that's everything. That's more or less everything. Cool. That's, yeah. Now the blue sand is going to Gabe's the Gabe's the trainer who was promised. Gabe is the one who knocks. Pokemon Adventures in the Millennium is a super fun network podcast. To stay updated on other SFN podcasts, follow us at RealSFN on Twitter. You can also follow Tanner at SparkyUpstart, Lindsay at LindsayM476, Ryan at RyanMitchellHTV, and Duncan at CloudHeadDuncan.